Happy Tuesday, everyone. October 18th, 2022, and welcome to episode number 437 of The Study Session. I am your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of The Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. To Tuesday, y'all. We got 13 days left to go in this month of October. Can you believe it? Pretty soon it's going to be November. We're going to be getting ready for Thanksgiving, pounding some turkey, pumpkin pie, and football. And then before you know that, it's going to be the holiday season. That big game, Pittsburgh versus the Raiders on Christmas Eve. And then in a blink, it's going to be 2023. So pause today. Look back on your year. Get your mind right and realize that you have two months and 13 days to make those 2022 goals a reality, get it done, and listen in on the study session. Today, we're going to talk about getting ready for the Miami Dolphins, some of the nonsense that has been floating about on Twitter. We'll get into that. Death threats to Kevin Dotson, Chris Boswell criticizing Matt Canada an alleged dust-up between Mitch Trubisky and Deontay Johnson. We're going to talk about all those things. But before we do, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of The Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me. Yins, beautiful studyins. We can connect one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you can also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Jim Wexel and I just recorded episode number 41 of the Still City Insider podcast. That is up. That is linked in the show notes. Check it out. Jim is super knowledgeable and insightful about your Pittsburgh Steelers. Having covered the team since 1995, you don't want to miss it. Anyway, so for as positive and as big of a victory that it was on Sunday as the Steelers beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 20-18, to a lot of garbage, and that's flat out what it is, garbage out there on Twitter. And the first thing I want to start with is Kevin Dotson, left guard, didn't have his best game, didn't play well really at all. That's going to happen. But he received death threats after the game for his play from fans. That's just dumb. I'm sorry. Like whoever is making death threats to a player – because of a football game, you're a loser. You are a straight-up moronic loser. Get a life. This is a game of football. I am a massive Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I love the game. But are you serious? You're going to take it to that extreme? It's going to be that much to you that you're going to threaten someone's life because they didn't play well? Hey, how about this, jerky whomever you were who made the threat. How about somebody comes and watches you at your job and you, in your pathetic life where you make a mistake or you mess up and then they threaten your life? How about that, you moron? I'm sorry, that angers me. There's no place in the world for stuff like that. And you know what? You're not even a fan, dude. Go, go cheer for the Ravens or don't even watch football. Go watch badminton or curling. Ridiculous. 
give Steelers Nation a bad name. Anyway, I had to put that out there. Kevin Dotson, sure you didn't play well, man, but you don't deserve that nonsense. You're a human being. You have a family. Love to you. I hope you get better and that you have a better game this weekend. Morons. Sorry, I had to <laughs> I had to unload that. In other Twitter nonsense, there is a video that's posted of the Steelers coming into the locker room following the victory against the Buccaneers this past weekend. And there's a part where Matt Canada is celebrating and then Bos- Chris Boswell walks in and he says, no thanks to you or something along those lines. So people were making a big stink about that, that players openly criticizing Matt Canada, whatever. Canada is what he is at this point. The players also have to execute. And I, again, I'm not saying that I'm a Matt Canada fan because I'm not. In fact, I'm in favor of firing him midseason. But we know how the Pittsburgh Steelers organization operates. That's not going to happen. But Boswell, and Bos, I love Bos, but like, <laughs> really? Come on, man. You got lucky. You got to bounce off the goalpost to get your field goal through there, man. How about how about we just focus on what, what we're not doing right instead of worrying about other people, right? <laughs> Can we do that? And then something that else that came up on Twitter is Jerry Dulac of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette reported that following or during the Jets game at halftime that there was a altercation between Deontay Johnson and Mitch Trubisky. Again, this is reportedly from Jerry Dulac. Sources told him that Johnson got pissed off at Trubisky because he wasn't throwing him the ball, wasn't targeting him enough. And Trubisky stood up for himself and went back at Johnson. And then we all know what happened after that. Trubisky got benched. Kenny Pickett went in. And that's that. And what I'll say about that, I wouldn't make a big deal about that. Think about it like this. A team is really replication of a family. These guys spend a ton of time together, an inordinate amount of time together. Mini camps, OTAs, training camp, practicing during the week. They probably see their teammates more than they see their families. And so the nature of any relationship, at times there's going to be conflict. You're going to have yelling and screaming matches. It's going to happen. It's not uncommon. In fact, disagreement and conflict is a part of any healthy relationship. Doesn't mean that they're mortal enemies. They hate it. No. So I don't think we should blow that out of proportion. They're gamers. They they want to win. They want to play ball. So I wouldn't read into that that there's dissension or division within the locker room. These are competitors at the highest level. And, you know, it is what it is. So a little bit of drama on Twitter thought I would get that out of the way and then really just shift the attention to looking at the Miami Dolphins. And again, just one more time, what a heck of a team performance by the Steelers against the Buccaneers and just that defense. I could sit here and name guys, Arthur Millette, Terrell Edmonds, Alex Highsmith, Cameron Hayward, Isaiah Loudermilk. Devin Bush, Miles Jack, Robert Spillane. It seemed like everybody was contributing with a play. So hopefully they can keep that rolling here into Miami. So Miami, AFC contest, 
going into Miami. They're going to have a celebration of that undefeated team this weekend. So that environment's going to be hyped up. But I will tell you this. Steelers Nation travels well. I would not be surprised if it's 60-40 Dolphins to Steelers fans. I think Steelers fans are going to be there in full-on attendance trying to take that place over. So Miami really doesn't have a home field advantage. I think that's going to flip. So don't be surprised if you see a sea of terrible towels this weekend. The other thing to keep in mind, the Steelers are highly effective on Sunday night football. So I think that's something else you have to weigh into their advantage. The biggest challenges for the Steelers defense is going to be the speed of the Dolphins receivers. Tyreek Hill. We know what he did to the Steelers when he was with the Chiefs. I don't know if anybody can cover that guy. And if you got practice squad guys out there, Josh Jackson, and you got James Pierre out there, eh, I know they did well against the Bucks, but to have lightning strike twice consecutive weeks, I don't know about that. So they're really going to have to control Hill and Waddle and slow down that passing attack. Tug, or Tua Tugalavia, man, I still can't pronounce the name. He should return from concussion protocol. He'll be back out there. He's a dual threat quarterback. He can run. He can throw. He's not the best quarterback. I think the Steelers could have an advantage here. I know he played well the first couple games of the season, but coming out of concussion protocol, there might be an advantage there for the Steelers. Not a great running game there in Miami. And the defense is just okay. Now, something else to factor into this game is Brian Flores as senior defensive assistant for the Steelers. He has an intimate knowledge of this Dolphins team's Dolphins team having served as the head coach for the prior three years. So he's going to know the personnel. He's going to know what the players bring to the table. And we'll have to see how that equates into any type of advantage for the Steelers defense this weekend. So keep that in mind as well. So I like the Steelers heading into this contest. I'm not saying blowout. I'm not even saying I'm not re yet ready to commit to a win. Here's what I will say. If they can continue to play ball like they did last weekend, where every player is contributing, they're going to be in a position to win this game. And if they can win this game, get to three and four, set up what's going to be a massive, massive, importantly game against the Eagles the following week before the bye, then maybe we can start having a conversation that this team could get back into the AFC North race, pursue a wild card. So remember I said a few weeks ago that Jets game was important? This Miami game is going to be important. It's got to be week to week that they are 0-0. Zero and zero. It's a one-game Super Bowl. Win or die. That's the mentality that they have to bring. We'll see if they do it this Sunday. 
And that's going to do it, studyings, for this Tuesday edition, this October 18th edition of the study session, My Gratitude to Yins. We are at episode 437, can't believe it, on the push to 500. I just want all of you to know how much I appreciate you for your listenership, for sharing my work with your family and friends. It does mean the world to me. I mean that. I'm not just saying it. And man, when we hit 500, that is going to be one hell of a celebration. I guess if I count that out, we probably won't hit it until the end of December, heading into first week of January. So that'll be a cool way to kick off the new year, episode 500. Man. But anyway, studyings, I hope you have a great Tuesday, great rest of the week. Love you guys and gals out there in Steelers Nation. Do something positive for yourself and someone else. And remember, as we push towards the end of this beautiful fall month, Life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.